Hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Charlie Castle Show. I'm your host, Charlie. Thanks for stopping by. So I'm going to talk some Giants football tonight, but the premise of the show, the focus of the show is going to be Jets football. Know what a lot of you are thinking, he's not a Jets fan, he's a Giants fan. Why is he talking Jets football? Well, I am a big Giants fan, but as long as the Jets aren't playing against the Giants, I pull for the Jets. I wish them nothing but the best. And I think they're an intriguing team this year. They're a quarterback away from, in my opinion, being the favorite to win the Super Bowl. And they're very close to having their quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. So that's what I'm going to focus on tonight, Jets football. But don't worry, I still am going to talk Giants football. So let's get right into it. So as you all have heard, Aaron Rodgers came out. It was Tuesday, and I believe it was on the Pat McAfee show. He came out and said he appreciates his time with the Packers, but he's ready to move on. He wants to play for the Jets. He intends to play for the Jets, right? That's what he learned from his darkness retreat. What was that? F- four days? What, what was that? Where he Was it three or four? I don't even remember. It was three or four days. He's in the dark. No phone, no lights, nothing. That's a little odd, but I guess that's what he got out of it. He wants to play for the Jets. And that's step one for the Jets, right? A lot of people are acting like, yeah, good, you know, good. He's going to be on the Jets. Let's pump the brakes for a minute. He said he tends to play for the Jets. The Jets and the Packers still have to work out a deal before he wears a Jets uniform. Now, what will it cost the Jets? They're saying it'll cost at least two first-round picks. All right, so you can expect the Jets' first-round pick this year to be gone if they trade for Rodgers. They'll probably have to give up next year's first-round pick to get Rodgers. Excuse me. And that's... Just the, the the surface of it. I don't know what and more means. Will they want a second round pick too on top of that? A third round pick? Do they Are they looking for a player? I, I don't know. I mean, if I was the Jets, I would try to trade two first round picks in Zach Wilson. You know, get that bum off your team. But obviously, the Packers aren't going to want Zach Wilson. They're not stupid. They they know this guy's a bum. You know, he, he Zach Wilson came out and said that he's going to make whoever comes in their life of living hell. Why? How, how is he going to do that? Is he going to sleep with their mom's best friend or something? Like, like how is how is he going to make their life a living hell? And I, I mean, no disrespect to Zach Wilson, but do you see his numbers? I mean, there's no way he's going. If Rogers comes in, how is he going to make Rogers' life a living hell? How is he going to compete with Rogers? Right? What is he, the only thing I could see him distracting Rogers if he goes to sleep with his mom or his, his mom's best friend? Right? Because that's what he does. So, I hear Zach Wilson, you know, chattering away. He's not going to do anything. And obviously, the Packers are not going to want Zach Wilson. But the Jets will do everything in their power to get this guy off their team. I don't blame them. So, the real question is, is Aaron Rodgers worth two first-round picks at least? Well, I'm on the record of stating I thought Derek Carr was the best fit. For the Jets, and I stand by that decision. If you look at Derek Carr, he's going to cost the Jets less yearly than Rodgers. Yes, you'll have Derek Carr on your team longer than Rodgers. So you can make the argument that overall, Derek Carr would cost more. But in the two years, if you had Derek Carr for two years and Aaron Rodgers for two years, because that's why I think Aaron Rodgers would do play for the Jets two years. Aaron Rodgers will cost you the Jets more in those two years than Derek Carr would. That's number one. Number two, you don't have to give up any picks because he was released. But the Jets, for whatever reason, felt Zach or um, 
Derek Carr wasn't the guy. And as you all know, he signed with the Saints. I thought he was the best fit for the Jets. He's cheaper than Rodgers, younger, costs less. He's not as talented as Rodgers, but he has plenty of upside car. He, he's a talented quarterback. Right? A lot of people forget how good he was. You know, I know that his last season, you know, the season that just passed was not very good. But look at his numbers recently, right? 2020, not that long ago, 4,103 total yards, 27 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. 2021, although he had a bad year, if you look at touchdowns to interceptions, 23 touchdowns to 14 interceptions, the ratio is not too good. But he had 4,804 yards, right? 2022, similar number in interceptions and touchdowns, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Had a bad year yards-wise, just over 3,500 yards. But in my opinion, if you could get something similar to the 2020 Derek Carr, where he could throw with the, with the weapons the Jets have, if he, could, if he could throw 30 touchdowns, over 4,000 yards, and 10 interceptions or less than the 10 interceptions, how would you beat this team? Right? They, they, they have the weapons. So I thought Derek Carr was the best option. I thought you could get a similar version to the 2020 Derek Carr, and that's all the Jets needed to put him over the top. And he was cheaper. He was cheaper. You could hold hold on to your draft picks. The Jets said, "No, we don't go want to go that way. Won't question them. They, they they know more about Derek Carr than me. They felt he wasn't the right guy. Fine. So they decided to go with Rodgers. Now, my opinion, Rodgers for this Jets team is worth at least the two first round picks. All right, he is. I know it's a lot to give up, but if you put Aaron Rodgers on this current Jets team." No one is going to beat them. They are Super Bowl champs. Mark my words. Think about if you give Aaron Rodgers this kind, of, these kind of weapons, offensive, offensively and defensively. Right? He never really had a good defense with the Packers, ever. So if you give him these weapons, who's going to beat them? And in my opinion, it's all about Super Bowls. You want to see Super Bowls. Just ask any Jets fan out there. They've been waiting, waiting since 1969. You know how bad they want a Super Bowl? In my opinion, two first-round picks is worth the strong possibility of winning a Super Bowl. So, in my opinion, a lot of people are saying Aaron, you're giving up too much for Aaron Rodgers. If you could get Aaron Rodgers for two first-round picks and maybe a third-round pick, you pull that trigger. No doubt. You don't even think about it. You pull that trigger because what he does is he gives you a good chance of winning the Super Bowl. And that's what you want. That's your ultimate goal. That is worth, you know, two first round picks and a third round pick, let's just say. So a lot of people feel, you know, he's getting older, right? Is he worth it? But what you have to understand is this is not a long-term solution for the Jets, right? Jets, The Jets aren't trading for Rodgers to have him 10 years, the Jets know that they're trading him for two years of service. But what if the Jets trade him, or trade for him, excuse me, and then in a later round this year, they draft the quarterback and kind of try to, you know, give him two years under Rodgers to see if he can learn something, right? And then if two years go by, Rodgers isn't on the team anymore after those two years, and this kid doesn't show anything, you can move on. 
right? The point is Rodgers gives you a chance to win the Super Bowl. Right now, this Jets team, if you have Zach Wilson as your quarterback, the Jets are coming in last place in their division. I'm sorry. I don't want to see that. But if you continue the year with a Joe Flacco or a Zach Wilson, this team is not finishing in first place in their division, not finishing in second place, not finishing in third place. They are a last place team in their division with one of these bums, whether it's Flacco or Wilson, on their current roster going into next year. They, they, they won't win anything. You have to bring in Rodgers. They have stars in the making. They have uh, uh, they have a larger window, window than a lot of teams because these players are young. But you don't know if you're going to resign them, if you all have the cap spaces for that. So you, a Super Bowl window is always small, right? That's what the Jets have right now. They have a chance of winning Super Bowl. They have a Super Bowl window. But we don't know how large that window is because we don't know how long they can keep some of these guys. What if they want money and they can't afford them, this, that? We don't know. You have a chance to win a Super Bowl now. You go get Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people saying he he doesn't make this Jets a Super Bowl team. But just look at the players they have on their team, right? Brees Hall, he'll be back. He looks like a star. Zonovan Knight, a lot of people like him. He looks good, too. Michael Carter. Michael Carter is no scrub. That's the running back room. Really good running back room. Running back room. What about wide receiver? Well, Garrett Wilson is a star. Elijah Moore has plenty of potential. Denzel Mims has plenty of potential. Oh, and they have uh, Aaron Rodgers' buddy, Alan Lazard, freshly signed on this roster. Pretty good wide receiver room, and that's without the possibility of them getting Odell. Now, I've said I think they should stay away from Odell, and I think the Giants should too, because I don't know how much he has left in the tank. They're saying he wants $15 million a year. I don't know how accurate that is, but he ain't worth $15 million a year. But that's a pretty damn good wide receiver room, right? What about tight end? Tyler Conklin is no joke. I like him. You know, I, th- I think he's pretty good. They have a really good uh, offensive line. I mean, there is still room for growth on this offensive line, but Becton come back from injury. Vera Tucker come back from injury. They're very good at right tackle and right guard, right? They have a really good offense. You cannot tell me if you put Aaron Rodgers on this current team, they're not Super Bowl contenders. Just look at what Aaron Rodgers accomplished. If you took Aaron Rodgers 2021, right, just over 4,000 yards, 4,115, 37 touchdowns versus four interceptions. If you get that kind of production from Aaron Rodgers on this current Jets team, no one is beating them. No one. Even if you get 2022 Aaron Rodgers, 3,695 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Yes, that was an off year for him, but that's still pretty good. You know, that's much better than what they have in Zach Wilson. So I think it's ridiculous. Some people are arguing that the, the Jets aren't a Super Bowl team without these guys, without Aaron Rodgers. They're not. You know, they, they're, that's so wrong. That's not factual, right? The, the argument that they're not a Super Bowl team without Aaron Rodgers, what that tells me is you're not watching football if you're making that argument, Right? Just look at this team. And that's without the defense, right? Now I, I could go through the defense. Look, look at their defense, right? Obviously, you have Sauce Gardner. He's no joke. You have Quincy Williams. You know, you have Quinnen Williams, Carl Lawson, C.J. Mosley, right? Uh, I'm not too familiar with the Jets' safety situation. It looks like they have Chuck Clark, Tony Adams. I mean, I mean, they have players on this defense. And look at what their defense accomplished last year. The defense was 
the bread and butter to this Jets team. The reason why they almost made it to the playoffs and they competed every year was because of their defense, not their offense. Their offense played well at times. Their offense definitely showed signs of life, but this defense held them together. So this Jets team is a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I thought Derek Carr was the guy that didn't want to go that route. I think Aaron Rodgers is a better fit right now than Lamar. I know I've been going back and forth. Lamar might be better. Aaron Rodgers might be better. But in my opinion, I think Lamar is a superstar. But Lamar's going to cost a lot of money. They're saying he wants a lot of money guaranteed, right? I feel like with the Jets, they want to win now. If you put Aaron Rodgers on this team, they have a better chance of winning now than Lamar Jackson. Does Lamar Jackson give you more years? Yes, because he's younger. But I think the Jets, what they want to do is just kind of win, try to win now, and then maybe get a guy, have him run under Aaron Rodgers, and bridge the gap. You know, kind of like what the the Packers did with uh, Jordan Love, except for Aaron Rodgers or whoever they draft or sign under Aaron Rodgers won't be under Aaron Rodgers as long as Jordan Love was. But I think that's what the Jets want to do. Nothing gets Lamar Jackson, hell of a player, very talented, but you're going to have to pay him a lot of money. With Aaron Rodgers, you know what you're going to pay him because he already has a contract with the Packers that will now become your contract with him. And then you could just, you know, wipe your hands and be done after he, after those two years remaining on his contract because he's probably going to retire. And then you can move on. And the, if the Jets win with him, that's like, <coughs> excuse me, that's the key. The Jets want to win with him and then move on, Right? That, that's the best case scenario for the Jets right now. You win with Aaron Rodgers. You move on from Aaron Rodgers. Then you get some guy to be the future like you thought Zach Wilson was. Supposed to be, at least. Now, a lot of people are saying that the Jets have no leverage in this trade situation between the Packers and themselves. And that actually isn't accurate. Yes, you can make the argument that the Jets need a quarterback bad. They missed out on a car. It doesn't look like they'll get Lamar. Because it's going to cost so much. The Packers know that. They can smell how desperate they are. And they're going to hold them hostage a little bit and up the asking price. But believe it or not, I think the Jets have more leverage here than the Packers now that Aaron Rodgers said he intends to play for the Jets. Before Aaron Rodgers said that, the Packers had more leverage. But now that Aaron Rodgers says he intends to play for the Jets, the Jets actually have more leverage. Because if the Packers don't trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, what Aaron Rodgers will do is he'll retire. He'll say, I'm done. I don't want to play more. I retire. Then the Packers got nothing for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers would much rather get something for Aaron Rodgers than nothing. So, in my opinion, the Jets actually hold more leverage. Because the Jets, although they need Aaron Rodgers, and they're not even hiding it, if the Packers don't send Aaron Rodgers to New York to play for the Jets, he will retire, and they're not going to get anything for him. They'd rather get less for him but it be something, then ask for more and then not get anything. You understand what I'm saying? So the Jets actually hold more leverage in this situation than a lot of people give them credit for. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Obviously, the Packers are probably not rushed to trade Rodgers because they want to get the right price. You know, they, they want to get the right amount back for him. But you know that this is really just between the Jets and the Packers now. Now, I'm sure the Packers will focus entirely on the Jets, no matter who calls them for Aaron Rodgers. 
They're going to focus entirely on the Jets here. So the Jets and the Packers are going to work very hard to get a deal done here. Obviously, there's no rush to do so because the season hasn't started yet. We're well, we're very early into the offseason. You know, the season doesn't really start until, until August when you have the preseason games. So there's plenty of time. Neither, neither one of them are going to rush and cave too soon. But at the end of the day, they both know that they need something from each other. The Jets need a quarterback from them. The Packers need something in return for Rodgers before he retires. They both need something. And they both can give each other what they need. So a deal will be worked out between the two of them. Right? Although I, I, I poke fun, you know, at some at some of these fans. Not every Jets fan, but some of these Jets fans are like, he said he intends to play for the Jets. He's on the Jets. That's not how it works. He said he intended to play for the Jets. That does not mean he's actually on the Jets. But at the end of the day, I do believe he will be a New York Jet. Trust me. The, the Packers are not going to play around too much and they get nothing in return. They need something in return. Especially to build around Jordan Love. This Packers offense is really, really in bad shape. You don't know what you have in Love. You lost Alan Lazard. You, you don't have a lot of weapons. Their defense is bad. Their defense has always been bad. So... Again, the, the, the Packers will work out a deal with the Jets. Trust me, because they need this bad. But the Jets will have to give up a decent amount. This is not going to come at a cheap price. But as I said in the opening, the Jets have to make this trade because this could ultimately lead to a Super Bowl. You know, the Jets unfortunately only have one Super Bowl, and it was a long, long time ago. They need to make this trade, and they will. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure, will thrive in New York. Like I told you, I think he'll have better numbers than worse. I don't think you'll see an off year from him like last year, right? Look at the players he's throwing to Lazard. You can say, well, he had Lazard in Green Bay. Okay, yeah, but he didn't have Garrett Wilson. He didn't have Elijah Moore. He didn't have he didn't have Mims. He didn't have Conklin. He didn't have a solid offensive line like the Jets have. So he's he's going to have a lot more to work with. And trust me, his production will show. He's, he's going to be much more like the 2021 Aaron Rodgers, previous year's Aaron Rodgers, than the last year's Aaron Rodgers. Trust me. And like I said, if they get, even if they get the last year's Aaron Rodgers, where it was a bad year, it's more production than they'll get out of Wilson. And it still puts them over the top, right? And I think he, they're better than the Packers. With Zach Wilson at quarterback, they're the worst team in their division. But you can make the argument that even with Zach Wilson at their quarterback, the Bills and the, the Dolphins will blow him away with Zach Wilson at quarterback. But I think with Zach Wilson at quarterback, they can still compete with the the uh, Patriots. They just won't beat the Patriots. But if you put Aaron Rodgers on this roster, they are light years better than the Patriots. I'm not a Mac Jones guy. I think the Patriots are declining. They're, they're not what they used to be with Brady. I think with Aaron Rodgers, Jets are superior, not even better, superior to the Patriots. Excuse me. If you put Aaron Rodgers on this team, they're better than the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins have, you know, a nice wide receiver class in Hill and Waddle, and you know they have some weapons. They're they're not a bad team, but I don't trust Tua. I don't. So in my opinion, with Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, in my opinion, have a better defense already. Their offense is as good, but you put Aaron Rodgers in their offense. Now their offense is better than the Dolphins. 
You know, I think Garrett Wilson is just as good as as Hill in his own way. Yes, Hill is faster. Hill is a, a more polished wide receiver because he's been in the league longer. But Garrett Wilson, you know, give him another year, especially if Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, he's going to put up the same numbers, if not better numbers, than Tyreek Hill. I think he's better already than Waddle. I think he is. You know, and the Dolphins, who's playing tight end for them? They got rid of Gusecki. So I think with Aaron Rodgers, this team offensively is better than the Dolphins. The Bills is where it comes into a little bit of a question. But I think ultimately this Jets defense is better than the Bills defense. Not by a lot, but they are better. Right? Now the offense, obviously with Zach Wilson at quarterback, the Jets don't can't even compete. Right? But last year, even with the, the problems with quarterbacks, you know, don't forget the Jets beat the Bills at or the Jets beat the Bills at MetLife last season. And they went into Buffalo with Mike White and almost beat them. You know, if Mike White stays healthy and doesn't get bruised up and battered, they I think they win that game in Buffalo. And that's without Aaron Rodgers. That's with Mike White and Zach Wilson. So if you put Aaron Rodgers on this roster, they are the best team in their in their division, my opinion, the best team in the league. I mean, it's clear as day. But they are going to have their work cut out for them because, you know, this is a, a tough division. You know, I, I don't want to proclaim them, you know, champs yet. You know, it's it's early. You know, they'll still, even with Rodgers, the Dolphins still go play them hard and the Bills are still play them hard. It's like the Bills and Dolphins. Play. Yeah, you know, you can have the division. We don't want it. We don't need it. They're still going to play the Jets hard. But this puts them over the top. So we'll see what happens. You know, we'll just go up to wait and see. But I expect, and you should too, expect Aaron Rodgers with the Jets by, you know, next season. And the Jets will be no joke. You know, uh, I'm I'm not a Jets fan, but I'm being honest when I say who's going to beat them if they have Aaron Rodgers. You know, I want the Giants to win it all next season. But my opinion with Aaron Rodgers on this team Who's going to beat them? You can't tell me a team that's really superior to them. They could go up against the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are obsessed with Patrick Mahomes. He's good. Patrick Mahomes is good. He's a great quarterback, I should even say. He's not, it's not even that he's good. He's great. You, he's really the best in the league right now, yes. But if Aaron Rodgers is on this Jets team, they could go up against the Chiefs. They could go up against the Bengals. They could go up against the Eagles. They could go up against all these powerhouse teams and, in my opinion, beat them. You really think that the Jets can't beat the Chiefs right now if they have Aaron Rodgers on their roster? Come on. The the Chiefs have no defense. They they are a little they're good they have a good offense, but at times they they slack a little bit. They they stall a little bit. You know, they they definitely are vulnerable at times. This Jets team could go up against the Eagles and the Chiefs. With Aaron Rodgers, two teams that were in the Super Bowl, right? They could go up against the Bengals, a team that I thought was going to make the Super Bowl. They they could go up against anyone, the 49ers, right? I I think that the 49ers would be a little bit tougher, you know, a little more evenly matched because they're no joke of a team. But if you put Aaron Rodgers, you don't know what you have in Brock Purdy. If you're a 49ers fan, you don't know what you have in Brock Purdy. You don't know about Trey Lance. I think that you have... Too many concerns there at you know, quarterback. Too many question marks. I think that this Jets team could beat the 49ers with Aaron Rodgers. I really think they can. Much tougher game. It's going to be a much closer game because the 49ers offense 
is still good. 49ers defense is no joke. But the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, my point is, the Jets with Aaron Rodgers could go up against any team out there and beat them. They really can. So a deal will get done, trust me. But Jets fans, you have to wait to buy your Aaron Rodgers jerseys because it's, it's not going to be. Yeah, unless you go to custom, right? You go to custom, right? You go online and get a custom Jets jersey and just, you know, plug in it, it, Rodgers and, and 12. But I would wait. I would hold off. I wouldn't get a custom jersey. I would just wait until he becomes a Jet to get a jersey. Now, shifting gears a little bit, Giants football. I love what they're doing. I love the Paris Campbell signing. He was very effective with the Colts last season. He showed he could stay healthy. You know, his health his health is still a question mark like Waller. But he showed last season that he can stay healthy. You know? And that he showed what he can do if he stays healthy. Over 600 receiving yards. Great deal. Only one year, $3 million. If he plays great, you're underpaying him. If he doesn't play great or doesn't stay healthy, not tied to him long term, doesn't cost a lot. Darius Slayton, great signing for, for the Giants. Great re-signing for the Giants, I should say. Two years, $12 million. He showed that he could be very effective in this Giants offense. Health isn't really a concern for him like Campbell, so I'm okay with the multi-year deal. The Giants are making a lot of moves offensively, giving Daniel Jones a lot of weapons. Now, I wonder what they're going to do with the draft, right? I want them to get a wide receiver one, but I was thinking about the other day. I think what they might do is they might use Waller like the Chiefs use Kels. I think they might use Waller like an alpha male in their receiving uh, game. You, you know, use Waller like uh, number one target, number one weapon, and just hope other guys can piece it around him and maybe use the first round pick of this year's draft and second and the third round pick for other weapons, right? I would still rather them get a true number one wide receiver, but they do have holes in the offensive line. You know, they could use an offensive guard. Maybe two. I think they're still a little thin linebacker-wise. They definitely use a cornerback. They definitely will need a safety now that Julian Love left for the Seahawks. So I think that they might use the first three-round picks. You know, their first round pick and their second round pick and the third round pick. I think they might use those picks towards offensive line, cornerback, safety, maybe linebacker. And just kind of roll with Waller Alpha Male receiver and piece it together around him. And they could be successful doing that. I mean, look at how successful the Chiefs are with Kels. Waller, if he could stay healthy, he could be very productive and it could work for the Giants in a big way. But if Waller can't stay healthy, well, now who's going to step up? That's my only concern with that. If Waller doesn't stay healthy, now you really don't have an Alpha Male like an A.J. Brown. You don't have that. And Waller staying healthy is a big question. He could do it, and I hope he does, but you don't know for a fact. So it'll definitely be interesting to see what the Giants do with the draft. I trust them. I'm sure they'll hit it. You know, they'll nail it like every other move they're making here. But I, I, I'm i a little concerned with, why, you know, their, their wide receiver group and the fact they don't have an alpha male. Right, A lot of these signings I feel like are depth. I told you Sterling Shepard, I think he's more of a slot receiver. He's not a true number one wide receiver. I think he's going to spend a lot of time with Wendell Robinson in the slot. Isaiah Hodgins, he's really number two. I, I'm not ready to put him in a number one spot. You know, it's only half a season that he did that. Campbell, he's not a true number one wide receiver. He's not. He could be deep threat at times, but he's not a number one wide receiver. And Slayton, 
I was hoping at one point he could be that. He showed early signs in his career, but he I think he really is just a, a two or three. He's not a one. You know, you, you had Bellinger out of the tight end spot behind Waller now. I like Bellinger. I liked what I saw from last season. So Giants have weapons. You know, so I'm not like overly concerned, but they definitely could use an alpha male. Look how successful the Eagles were with A.J. Brown, right? They definitely could use a guy like that. Waller could be that guy. Just a matter of can he stay healthy. So we'll have to see, but I think the Giants right now are done signing free agents. I think the Giants now are going to focus towards the draft. And the rest of the changes you'll see in the Giants roster will come from the draft, not through free agency. But, you know, you never know. Maybe they'll they'll sign another guy or two. You know, like I said, they need a safety now that Julian Love's gone. They need another cornerback. So they could. But I think right now they're going to focus their – they're going to shift more towards the draft and focus on the draft. But we will see. Only time will tell. So that's going to do it for tonight. I don't know if any of you caught it, but the last seven minutes or so, the quality sound-wise might be a speck off. My microphone died, and I can't get it to turn back on. And I didn't want to save the rest of the podcast for tomorrow. I want to finish it tonight. So I'm rolling with just straight through my phone, no microphone at all. I had a second microphone I tried using. My voice sounded like Darth Vader, sounded distorted. It sounded worse than what it sounds like now. So I'm just going straight through the, the phone. Hopefully the quality is good. If the quality isn't as good as the, the, the first half of the, the episode, my apologies. The microphone should be back up and running tomorrow. It better be. I plan on dropping two more uh, podcasts tomorrow, right? I'll drop one about the Mets. Brandon Nimmo going down. He'll be week to week. Probably won't be ready for opening day. Another big blow for the Mets. Then I plan on dropping a non-sports-related podcast episode. So two episodes coming your way tomorrow. So please, you know, be on the lookout for them. It'll probably be midday, middle of the afternoon. Also, I'll probably drop a video or two on my YouTube channel. If any of you are following that, it's Charlie Kessler. That's my YouTube channel. Just look that up and it, it should come up. But have a great night, everyone. And let's go Giants.